1: zombies ate my podcast hello and welcome to zombies ate my podcast i'm ryan murphy your host this week bob is m.i.a i think he's working or probably working i believe he's working or he could be playing fortnite but save the world because here at zombies ate my podcast we only talk about zombies none of that battle royale thanos stuff but i am joined by lou page the busy zombie lord lou how's it going it's going. Mm-hmm. I'm
0: it. uh, I'm excited for some of our news, and I'm excited to talk about what I think might be the best episode of Fear *The Walking Dead*
1: ever. It could be the best mini zombie movie we've ever seen, and unfortunately, yeah. we'll uh, we'll have to. Unfortunately, I think we got a pretty stacked episode this week, but we will eventually we'll close the episode off with what we both believe to be one of the greatest *Walking Dead* episodes uh, created. I would say. I guess I can't speak for you.
0: Fear or regular Walking Dead.
1: It's probably the best episode ever. And it's all thanks to a little fish that kept swimming. More on that later. Let's talk about Netflix. Uh, Santa Clarita Diet Season 3 has been ordered by Netflix. Um, This is interesting. I'm I'm kind of excited. Full disclosure, have not watched Season 2 yet. I've been swamped when it comes to...
0: Okay. Uh, full disclosure i watched all of the last season okay uh, the first season
1: i watched that it's, one too
0: i watched all of the first season except for the last episode because there was a there was no announcement on whether or not it was going to be renewed or not and i didn't want to watch the season finale and i knew it was a cliffhanger it was if yeah. it wasn't gonna if it wasn't gonna be renewed so i waited And then it got renewed and all kinds of other stuff came out and it just kind of fell to the wayside.
1: It is a solid zombie show that doesn't, that I, I think like other zombie shows outside of walking dead doesn't get enough credit on this podcast. And I've always felt like the day they cancel the walking dead or fear the walking dead or whatever is the day this show and its hosts, uh, it's not about cover like cover like nine other shows. It's not about, we not caring. It's about time and the walking dead is something it's that times
0: time, times can suck.
1: It, yeah, it's it's very time consuming because it's you're always watching walking dead and you're always reading about walking dead and it's this constant if we all had more time we would certainly look at other stuff and really the show benefits when all three of us are watching this stuff and i think that's where we usually um hit hit like a a, a little a little bump in the road because it's it might be Lou watching it uh, it might be Bob watching it. It might be Lou and Ryan watching it. Uh, and it's just so hard for the three of us to connect. And Yeah,
0: I mean, I will say I pretty much stay on top of iZombie week to week right now. Oh, that's good. Uh, and this is pretty much the best season yet so far. Cool. Uh, I, or at least that's my opinion. Um, it's a nice, interesting take on the zombie, the, the zombie genre. Uh, it's definitely evolved into a much different show right now Mm -hmm. and they've been renewed for one more season and that will be the last season uh that was announced a couple weeks ago so i'm definitely curious to see how they're going to wrap that show up next season and also see where it's going
1: yeah well i I do need to jump back in because i really enjoyed Season one, and, and a co-host of mine on, on the Gamers Inn, Jocelyn Moffat, is a big fan of iZombie and has expressed interest in coming on the show to, to talk about that, that television series. And uh, at some point, we need to take up, her up on that offer to, to, to talk about it. And I think at this point, I can't complain about spoilers, and I should just you know dive into either that conversation or the show. So You
0: should dive into the show. I'll be honest. It's a quick watch. Yeah. Okay. They only have 13
1: episode seasons. Well, that's good to know. Um, but yeah, Santa Clarita, Clarita Diet returning for season three, probably early 2019, but I need to get on season two. Speaking of return to form and definitely not being as quick as Santa Clarita, Clarita Diet, Zombieland 2 could finally arrive in 2019 and feature the original cast. None of this, like, reboot TV stuff that we covered on the show and was not that great uh it sounds like we're gonna be getting woody harrelson emma stone jesse eisenberg uh, the, the little girl like she's not listed here but um, abigail breslin is she a, is she a thing or is she like i she's a thing okay cool well i know she's a, i know she's a person i just i haven't seen her in much lately. she's
0: now a fully grown person that literally if you saw her in stuff you'd be like oh that was okay i didn't realize that like that's literally happened to me watching tv shows or movies where she's made an appearance and i go oh okay that person grew up really fast
1: well 10 years will do that and that's how long it's been since Zombieland one and i i think that uh, it also looks like the screenwriters are back and they've
0: already written a script
1: uh, well there you go It sounds like they're going to be, you know, starting to film this very soon. And yeah, 2019. So you could see, uh, it looks like they're going to shoot in early 2019. That's their goal for an October release. And honestly, this article here is pretty sassy. Slash film, I'm going to say this out loud. uh, Slash film kind of comes off as a little sassy when they don't like something uh, personally. And that's fine. I'm glad that writers can inject their personal opinion into it. But it just... It kind of comes off as a little sassy. I'm just going to say that. They're like, who wants this film? Guys, zombie fans want a good zombie film, and Zombieland is a good example. I
0: don't care if it's 10 years later. They can make fun of themselves in the movie about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, Like, it doesn't need to pick up right where the last movie left off. Like, I think it would be really funny to have it take place 10 years later and then being like, man... We still haven't run into any other survivors yet. You know, like that that could be a joke.
1: You yeah. know what I mean? I'd be fine with a 10 years later sort of look. Well, I mean, they'll have to because like you said, the little girl, uh, Abigail Bresden or whatever you said, she is, well, 10 years older. And maybe Emma Stone, maybe Jesse Eisenberg and maybe even Woody Harrelson. You can hide that to a certain extent. But with a young actress like, like that in the first one that's going to be tough to explain away. So I think you get a at least five to six years later story, if not, in you know, embracing the whole 10-year time jump. Yeah. So I'm, I mean, it sounds like it's a done deal. It sounds like we're going to be getting more news the closer we get to the end of this year, because they're going to have to officially announce it at some point. This is sort of just a, yeah, we're doing it. And yeah, it sounds like it's a... It's a for-sure thing, and speaking of things that aren't a done deal or a for-sure thing, State of Decay 2, Lou, this is uh, this is quite disappointing. This is the lull. This is the dark middle chapter of this episode, and I gotta say, Lou, you called it. This game is not, uh, not that great. Reviewers are certainly chewing it up and spitting it out.
0: Yeah, it, it doesn't sound like it's doing good. And the funny part is, is the people I've read that have given it good reviews Mm
1: -hmm.
0: um, are not uh, not reviewers that I trust.
1: Right. And that's the most important thing. You have to find people you trust. And I, I don't know. If you trust us, I will say I picked it up on Game Pass. I would highly suggest that if you're curious is to use the Game Pass. It's available. It's the Xbox Game Pass. It's available on Xbox One and PC. So if you have it attached to your Microsoft account, you can go into the Microsoft Store. It is a it is a Windows Store thing. And I know that's a deal breaker for some people, including yourself, Lou. Um, there's there's no way around it. Uh, that is how it's working right now. And to, to its credit, I have had no issues to deal with the Windows Store. I had the Game Pass, I activated on the Xbox, I go over to the PC, and I'm pretty sure you don't need an Xbox to activate it. You can do it online. And I got it for a dollar, as that's the first time I signed up. So I'm paying a dollar plus tax Canadian to play State of Decay 2 for about a month. And I'm fine with that. I, I, I really don't think it's a game worth spending the full price on. But if you're really, really curious, you just want to check it out for yourself. And you loved the first one, you really that has to be a key factor. If you'd liked the first one, that's your first foray into this if you didn't like the first one by god stay away from this because it does not fix anything it's 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 pretty much the same game so far uh, i've played about two and a half hours into it and it and it is very similar to the first one um you have a community you build it up you you scavenge for resources you gain influence there are some there's some new elements to it but it's mostly the same so you played the first one right lou
0: yes all the yeah. way through
1: Oh, well, there you go. And, and in the first one, they had, like, the infected houses. Um, what The new stuff that I've run into, and if you want to check out the VOD, you can go to my Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash VCA, Check that out. There's a new feature called the blood plague, and it's a, it's a new sort of micromanaging you're using. Uh, if people co- contract the blood plague, you have to put them in the infirmary, and that takes up medicine. There are these houses that are infected with the blood plague, and how that works is the zombies are more powerful there, and then you have to destroy like the central hub within the house. And that's the newest thing that I've come across in the game based on my time with uh, in the first few hours. And there's co-op as well. I don't think the first one had any co-op. But uh, co-op does not have progression. So if you join a friend's game, the only thing you're going to bring back to yours is... Is the influence you've so an, a currency, and any loot you put in your personal storage? So if you're joining a friend's game, you're 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 contributing to their their progress. You're not bringing that progress back, um, which which is is really unfortunate. I mean, I don't know about you, Lou, but when I play a co-op game, I like playing with my friends, but I don't have a lot of time to play the game twice. Uh, right.
0: Uh, when I have free time, uh, I'd love to play a game a second time, especially if it's really good. But I feel like giving me directions that kind of make me need to play it twice kind of ruins a game for me.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, check it out at, at your own caution. Um, I think if if any of this is raising red flags for you, it's probably best to stay away. Uh, there are bugs. The co-op isn't perfect. Um, but it is. the gameplay loop is fun. You know, taking out zombies, going for drives with your friends. that I had fun playing it, but there's just, there are these issues that should have been fixed over the five years. They they literally ported a lot of the design issues from the first one to the sequel, and that's a bit of a bummer. So, I don't know, Lou, if you have any more thoughts. We'll talk about it again at, on Azant Plays once I've had more time with it, once Bob's checked into it. But any other thoughts before we... Because yeah, I know you're a critic of this. You, you, I mean, I know you haven't played it, but you've made some valid points about this um, game.
0: The original game was known to have bugs when it first came out and it be an issue. Uh, I And I had read somewhere along the lines that this might actually be have more bugs and that this was having an issues in development. So I can't say I'm surprised, you know? Yeah. Let's just hope they do something better in the future or they fix it.
1: I, I mean, that's the other thing too, is that if you're if you're curious, use Game Pass. If you want to play Wait and See, that's also a valid strategy when it comes to these games. I, I haven't read whether they're committed to kind of fixing it, but they have already sold some add-on content. So by that logic, I would assume that they're going to stick with it until that content comes out. But that might be me being a little too trusting. Uh, I haven't been known to do that. Uh, but um, just check it out at your own caution. Read your read your favorite reviewer. I, I think there's some fun there, and there's certainly some fun with co-op. You just have to accept the limitations of this game. And it is, at least in Canada, it's a forty dollar game. So I think it's a thirty dollar game in the states. Um, so it it is at a it is at what I would expect to be a bit of a premium when it comes to these type of titles. Like twenty bucks, I think well, the first one was twenty bucks, and that was a huge deal, right? Yeah. Yeah.
0: It was it was it, it was supposed to be a full-fledged game and it came out at like a $20 price point and it made everybody jump on it and then I know that there was a lot of backlash cuz people were like, "Oh, it's 20 bucks because it's not a f- it's it was broken." Like mm-hmm. I know when the first one came out on 360, there was literally an issue where you couldn't beat the game. And they fixed it right away, but it was uh it it was fixed right away, but it was like Like three weeks before the game was finishable
1: yeah well i mean like i said check it out with caution if you want to wait a little bit we will have more coverage of it as we move uh forward and i i plan to do some co-op with bob and and a couple other folks to to capture that for our youtube channel and um, expect that in the coming weeks as i get a little more progress done but why don't we move into the main event which is catching up on some fear the walking dead uh, we're going to talk about season four, episode three, four, and five. You may be wondering, hey, what about what about six? We're actually going to hold on to that and pair it with next week's episode, and we'll have Bob back to talk about that. Plus, the, the hope the, the
0: hope is that we can talk about the cliffhanger of the episode and the aftermath of the cliffhanger at the same time.
1: Yeah, and that's certainly something we're going to do today with our first and second episode, "Good Out Here" and "Buried." Um, I don't know, Lou. Do you want to? I feel like I've been talking a lot. You want to take this away in terms of our first episode? Good out here. Sure. So, good out here. The basic idea of what happens in this episode
0: is Nick is trying to regrow the crops, mm-hmm. and uh, he's telling—they're uh, kind of telling the story to Al and what happened to them, and you still don't get all of the story you get bits and pieces which is what's kind of annoying me so i really want to know what's happened to madison and they still haven't told us at this point um and it ends up that I, nick is injured uh and the truck is in a ditch and somebody has to go out and get a tow truck so they can leave and what does nick do uh, they leave Morgan with Nick and Nick goes, uh, Morgan goes, I'm not going to let him go anywhere. And the first thing Morgan does when they all leave is he tells Nick, don't go anywhere. You're injured. I'm, uh, like, I, 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 I'm going to get you if you run away. And he goes up to go look for help or go up to the road to scout. And what's the first thing Nick does? Nick tries to escape. And I was just like, man, he is just not realizing what's going on here. That he, he he's surrounded by people and he's not accepting that, that that these people might not be the bad people he thinks they are
1: yeah well we don't know what happened like i'm i, I will say this right away i'm digging the before uh, the pa- the then and now stuff the before and after stuff i i really do like the timelines that they're doing it reminds me a lot of you know later seasons and lost and i dig that mind warp puzzle and i do too and and i think that that's where this is it it has to all work in the end but in the moment you think man what happened to these characters to turn them and you're right where's madison and as these episodes continue you start to realize like okay something clearly happened to these characters and the easy solution is to say madison is dead and that's the character that was holding these people together and that's what's driving them to, to revenge. That's the easy thought process. But I I I get I just I, I hate to strongly suggest that because watching Talking Dead and seeing these new showrunners for Fear the Walking Dead, they seem to be really big fans of the material and respect what they're working with, you know, and and I don't know, I just get that sense. So I don't wanna completely discount that we've figured it out, but I'm sure Madison has some role in in the development of these characters that we haven't seen yet and as alfie continues to collect their stories they are purposely holding back the 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 big shocker and it it must be some big thing because that's how trauma works right like if if something traumatic happened to you and someone says tell me about it you don't jump to the end you start from where you think it began and to us, the viewers were like, okay, this is, this is interesting. We're learning more about our characters and what they did, but you're not telling us what we want to hear, which is, which is the end, right? Um, I, I they'll get there eventually, but as they I continue to layer they on, I just hope they don't, I just
0: hope they don't drag it out for the whole season.
1: I'm, I'd like
0: to, I'd like to see us know what happened by the mid-season finale.
1: I, I strongly agree. I think that if we don't find out at the mid-season finale, then that's that's a problem, and and could but then you know where where do they go in the does the mid-season finale suddenly just become the now and it's just their continuing adventures with a new protagonist or does it continue to be the vultures? I I would love to see it be something new, and and or maybe a new conflict with the vultures. Maybe it's them working together. We don't know. Something has clearly happened. And, and with Nick, like, I, and we get that funny moment from the trailer where Nick tries to escape and, and Morgan says, it's not going to work. I'm Donatello. So it's not happening. Um, yeah. and that was really fun to see. And I've read, I've read on, on the subreddit that people keep joking that Morgan is this bad luck omen and everything that happens to people is his fault either directly or indirectly. And it would fall in line with how Morgan feels about being alone. When he's around people, he brings pain, Bad suffering, life. and death. So it's it's kind of interesting, but also frustrating to see it constantly take place uh, in these episodes that we're going to talk mm-hmm. about. Well, the next two episodes. This Actually, this one specifically is where it really shows its ugly head and its... Uh, um, Basically, they go back and forth. We get a little bit more of Nick in the stadium and, and, and the vultures outside. Uh, and, and the way and the, the vultures... Oh, and oh, and, and in ahead. the
0: meantime, he sets off the alarm on the, the horn on the truck. So they're now getting surrounded by zombies. So Nick and Morgan need to run off to get away from the zombies. Mm-hmm. And Nick is using this to go after the vultures. You know, by himself like being an idiot
1: after morgan tells him you know vengeance isn't the answer you know forgive and let go and you'll live hold on to it and you'll die and you're right like he goes after him there's there's a bit of back and forth where you know there's still that tension between charlie and and the vultures and nick where nick feels like sort of a i think a surrogate brother or or even probably more of a brother to this charlie character and and he says to 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 um madison uh where they're having a confrontation with enos in the in the past and he says like charlie saw it all like i just get so angry when i'm out here you know he talks about i don't want to go out there because i don't like what out there does turns me into that's why he wants to stay you know in the stadium yeah. and, and be this farmer and i mean it, it it goes south right he he goes for his revenge. he finds enos and they have a struggle after Morgan tells them, you know, don't go after it. It'll only end in pain and suffering. And sure enough, Nick kills Enos by impaling him on some antlers, which was a pretty, you know, bitchin' fight. Um, but I don't know if you saw in the subreddit, or, or at least some, you know, sleuths were showing that Charlie witnessed the whole thing and she was in the silo with them, but she was hiding, you know? Yeah. Because Enos... Obviously, knew an intruder was coming and, and told Charlie to to hide because Charlie has this strong relationship with with Enos and and Mel, uh, the Vultures. So it's it's really interesting to see that happen. And then and and then Nick steps out. And obviously, uh, I think where where's Luciana and, and they're catching up. Yeah, they're trying to catch up because they were trying to get the van or the they were getting the 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 SWAT van out of the ditch. And yeah. I think they got it out and then they heard a and then they hear a gunshot and Nick Nick gets shot by Charlie and he dies. And that's yep. the end of the episode. Yep. <laughs> Which was a bit of a shocker I think to all of us, right?
0: It was a shocker because he's been the fan favorite since the show began.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um but it's good to note that the first thing that He announced, after the episode aired, was that him leaving the show was not a writer's idea. Mm -hmm. It was his idea because, in case you didn't know, like most characters in the show, he's not American. He's a Brit. And this is the longest he's been out of his own country. And he was getting homesick and really wanted to find some work back home and spend time with his family.
1: Yeah. And you gotta hand it to him, you know. I and a, another thing I, I was surprised by, as we talk about future episodes, is that Nick is dead in the present. So he's still in
0: a bunch of episodes because of flashbacks.
1: Exactly. So he's still present and shows up. He doesn't have as big a role. He's sort of there to to fill out Nick was here type moments. But I'm assuming when they shot this, they shot all the present stuff, and they shot, or, or sorry, they shot all the past, and they shot all the present and i think this goes to show that this exit interview with uh, frank delane proves that our theory of uh, the the past and present will finally catch up and we'll only get the present after the midseason finale cuz we know nick lives through the past and that actor wanted out in season 3 he asked to leave the show in season 3 and then that was the first task of the showrunners to be like okay how do we write frank delane out and, the actor? and i ha-
0: and I have to appreciate the way they made him go out.
1: Yeah, um, they, they served the show.
0: It's not something you see in Walking Dead. Negan kills people, or people die in like the most gruesome, horrible death. And in this, it was he got killed by a kid, and it adds drama to the show because when Luciana and and Strand and Alicia catch up to uh, catch up to uh, what, what was her name. Um, Charlie? Charlie. When they catch up to Charlie, you know, what are they going to do? I don't know. You know, do they try to, do they try to get the, change the girl?
1: Or do they kill her? Do they kill a little, I, I think that when, as we continue to watch these episodes, again, something happened for these group of people to hate anything to do with the vultures with a fiery passion. And, I think what I'm really I'm waiting
0: to I'm waiting to find out what that is because yeah. so far the vultures suck, and I it, and 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 my whole plan, uh, it, after I've witnessed what the vultures do, if I was Madison and all of the others, I'd be like, okay, we're gonna pack it pack it up, we're gonna form a train, and we're gonna get the hell out of here. We're gonna find someplace else to start and get the fuck away from these guys because while their their goal seems to be to just ruin our lives. Let's get the hell out of here and find someplace new.
1: Well, I mean, I'm not going to spoil episode like there are there is an episode that we're not going to talk about tonight that will I think change your thought on on where things go and and further like what really because the vultures haven't you know, in the past, the vultures haven't done anything besides be annoying, you know. Yeah. They're just they're just really annoying. Like real vultures. They're not going to do anything to you unless you keel over. So they're just sitting there and being all smug and annoying. And 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 our heroes just have to like, oh, God, these guys. But in the present, they're clearly very frustrated and angry and just downright pissed off at these characters. And they haven't done So they done have
0: anything. to have done something.
1: Something. And I don't think waiting for them to fail would cause them to be so upset. They'd be frustrated, don't get me wrong, but if they, the way the vultures work in theory is that they wait for people to die, and then they take their stuff, and they're happy to do it. They're happy, they're patient, they're happy, they're going to do that. However, we know our heroes haven't died, all of them. So theoretically, something happened where the vultures didn't get what they wanted, and our heroes didn't get what they wanted, and in between there, there's there's the diamond in the rough something happened, right
0: and they and they're doling it out to us so slowly that i'm kind of like okay when do i figure out why these people are angry i'm assuming everybody at the diamond is dead
1: i I mean that's a safe assumption because they haven't mentioned the diamond in the current tense in the present they always refer to it as what was what once was you know yeah and and i and there's it's still timey wimey. It's hard to understand where things lay. Um, I'm sure that someone out there has pieced it together, and and the showrunners have said like it all makes sense, but. Yeah. And I'm
0: sure it does. It's just that's why I don't think they can do this for the whole season. I think we get caught up by mid season.
1: I agree. Um, well, that episode ends with Nick dying in the arms of his of his family. He's gone in the present, no more, and we move on to our next episode, Buried. Which shows our characters burying, or in the process of, of about to bury uh, Nick at a at a certain spot, um, and uh, our heroes continue to tell their story to Althea. Althea has agreed to drive them to, I think, to find the vultures because they find as a map as, on Enos.
0: Yeah, as long as they continue to tell her their story.
1: Yeah, and and uh, so we
0: get so we get more we get more of their story. Which, in all honesty, this episode is not... You know, not a lot happens. It's, it's... They try to find supplies, and sometimes they luck out, sometimes they don't. The water we park find stuff out, is cool. We we find out that Strand has a stashed vehicle full of supplies, so that when him and Nick and Alicia and Madison need to leave, they got a vehicle to get the fuck out
1: of there. Well, well it was Strand's abandoned vehicle. It was his bug-out bag, but he was he was siphoning well, supplies, right?
0: Well, in it, it, it's implied that it's not just for him.
1: Uh, well, they, he strongly again, like in that episode, I felt like they, he was strongly suggesting it was for him. And he was willing to share it with, um, his, uh, his new friend. Um, but you're right. I mean, in, in the current context, it's hard to tell. And maybe he was trying to frame it as like, well, this was when for he me shows, when
0: he person. shows up with the vehicle, it doesn't look like Nick, Alicia, and Madison are all that surprised.
1: Well, I think they're more happy that they have supplies. But uh, Strand doesn't say, like, hey, I was I was stashing this. Sorry. You know, he just says, oh, we found it. You know, yeah. and, every, and everyone's just so happy because they get to eat, except for his friend who's like, you're an evil bastard, <laughs> you know. Um, but, but I, I mean, you know, you're right. Like, them two, so they've been playing this whole, like, Oh, like uh, we're we're a couple. We're the only two gay people at the stadium, so we have to make out, right? And um, that's sort of the the back and forth that they're playing. And
0: and now that's totally not a thing by the end well, of the episode. Y-
1: yeah, I mean he clearly you know pushes. I, don't, I I'm sorry, I don't know his name, but they push him aside. Cole, and, Cole, thank you. I shouldn't call. I mean, it seems like they are the only two people in the stadium who swing that way. So like. It, this TV show just happens to put them together, and they right. do make an adorable couple. I, I'll give you that. Um, I what would the what would the smashing be? It would be uh, Cole and no, 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 uh, Strail, Strail.
0: Yeah, Strail. Yeah, i
1: I'll, I'll let you dig that grave. Go for it. Hashtag Strail, everybody, get it started. It's still salvageable. Um, but what was really cool in the in the past because this episode revolves around our heroes in the past searching for supplies and their idea is if we go outside the 50 mile radius that the vultures say they they say oh we picked a clean 50 miles radius they go outside that and and pick a few spots where they think they haven't found and i i think the coolest was um and we do get a bit of nick with with uh with uh, luciana but that was that was okay but where what we do get is uh laura or um naomi i can't remember they there's a revelation that it's the same character that dory's been talking about in the next episode but naomi and um shoot she's a main character alicia alicia they go to a water park and 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 find medical supplies yeah i love these new set pieces that they introduce where it's like hey we haven't done you know zombies at a water park and they have some fun with it and i don't know what you thought about it but i i thought it was a cool set piece
0: it was a cool set piece. It just it it blinked and it was over, and that's fine. Uh, it was nice for them to have a new outdropping for us in the background.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean it, it. It was it was neat, but it showed Naomi once again, like being this person who tries to leave. She's a bit of a. Bit you of don't
0: a... know whether she's coming or going. You don't know if she's helping them or she's not helping them. Like, and and, and I'm okay with that, but. There's going to be a point where we need to find out, you know, she needs to stand her ground at some point, or she's a waste of a character. And I have a funny feeling from things I've heard, and from what happens in the next episode, that might be coming.
1: I think you'll get it, but uh, yeah, and and um, so that covers the past in this episode. The present is more is more them telling their story, but ends with them digging a grave what appears to be digging a grave for Nick and it ends up being them digging a grave full of guns and they pull the guns out and put Nick's body in and Morgan's like Mor- Morgan and Dory are like that's where you're going to bury your brother where you put your stash of guns and they say this is what Nick would have wanted and again alluding to some moment that changed them forever that that a grave dug of vengeance literally where you're pulling your tools of vengeance out and putting your dead brother in is a fitting grave for your brother like i
0: think with the way nick went out i think that he would have been disappointed if they didn't go after go out for vengeance uh,
1: yeah i agree but again like madison must die by some horrible betrayal of these vultures because it's the only either madison
0: died or they took her
1: maybe i mean there hasn't been a hint of that being the case or not being the case yet even in in the newer episodes so it's hard to it's hard to tell
0: yeah because even when when nick has the confrontation confrontation with with enid enid is basically like what are you doing here buddy go away
1: yeah he he just
0: expects he just expects nick to leave him because he told him to and you're like whatever happened like you obviously don't understand the the aftermath of whatever it is that you guys did.
1: Maybe, maybe, well, maybe something happened. Our heroes blame the vultures, but the vultures don't know they maybe indirectly caused something that they're blaming them for. And I?
0: Could... I have a theory as to what's going on. Sure,
1: let's let's share it. Uh,
0: I have a theory that the entire group that was in the diamond turned against Nick, Alicia, and. Luciana and basically told them to leave because they were going to all join the, ve- the vultures. Hmm. And I think that that's why they are out for vengeance, that they're corrupting people. And I think Madison may have left to go with them.
1: Well, that would keep Madison around, right?
0: It would keep Madison around, but it would make her a villain now
1: against her own kids too. Hey, eh? yeah. Uh, that'd be tough sell, but honestly, it'd be interesting to see them try and do it. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, we'll, I guess we'll find out, because there's, uh, there's no new episode this week. They take a week off. Um, from what I was able to tell, I could be wrong, actually. I think I'm wrong. The Wikipedia think, might have been wrong.
0: I think that there is... Give me one minute here and I will give us Yeah, no, they are off for a week. We will not get a new episode until June
1: 3rd. Cuz you said you said there's a holiday next next week in the states, right?
0: This weekend is a holiday. Right.
1: So that's probably it. There was a holiday here in Canada, but AMC don't give no shits. Um so we will be we will be off for a week and uh it it sounds like maybe next week we'll I don't know what we're going to do. We we'll find out we'll 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 keep people tuned in but um at the end of this episode basically uh uh, we see in the past naomi opens her backpack and unwraps the cult which is the twin that john has a twin of john's guns and then in the present john opens the same backpack and realizes that naomi is actually laura and alicia tells them laura died in the stadium so that tells me the stadium right there falls, and the fact that Al says, oh, "I'll find, I'll find their story," and John and Morgan stay behind and are like, "I'm not going anywhere near those vultures. Like this is just this they is
0: st- not, They don't want to be. They don't want to be part of the problem anymore. Exactly.
1: So they stay behind. The episode ends, and then flash forward one week later, and we get what we've been alluding to. One of our favorite episodes of The Walking Dead. Possibly because it focuses on just the new characters?
0: Maybe. Um, maybe. Um, I think it's because the new, one, the new character, John Dory, is the most interesting character we've been exposed to in The Walking Dead thus far. Everybody is a trope. <laughs> and John Dory is, yes, slightly tropey, but in a way that we have not experienced in The Walking Dead. In The Walking Dead, everybody is always a shade of gray. And John Dory is always the voice of reason.
1: And he used to be a cop.
0: Yeah. Which and is so, like,
1: yeah, crazy.
0: And so this entire episode focuses on, he's alluded to that he was in an in a cabin in the woods and that he met this woman named Laura. And we get that whole story from beginning to end. And it is fascinating. It is, it's... It, it is a mini movie within this show.
1: Yeah. And it, 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 the, you're right.
0: The way it ends, if you didn't even know what this show was about, right? Because mm-hmm. there are no other characters. If you watch this from beginning to end, it would be its own like 45 minute, 50 minute movie. Yeah. And you, and you'd leave go and you'd end it being like, I can't wait for the sequel.
1: Yeah. The follow up being, you know, I, it, there won't be a direct sequel to this episode. You'll have to piece it all together from everything that happened, um, that that brought brings that shows the characters further development. But this episode is a contained episode, felt very, very strong, and 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 honestly is 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 a best foot forward of the new showrunners to show that with these new characters and only these new characters working with what they brought to the table. Shows that they are interested and willing to make an interesting spin-off of The Walking Dead, you know, with their own creations. Like they're throwing aside, you know, Madison and Nick, and they've already killed Nick off, you know. And and I would, it would not surprise me if more of our of our heroes don't make it through this this season. I I see Strand dying. Um, if if I had to choose who, if I had to pick who I thought would survive, I would say Alicia. At this point, she seems to be the most likable character.
0: At this point, I think our heroes are going to be Alicia, John Dory, Morgan, and whatever happens to Madison. But I think Luciana is on the table for death. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think Althea is going to end up being another showrunner. I don't think her character is going to die. I think she's going to replace someone else who dies but i'd say i think luciana and naomi are on the line of even though naomi's new i think she's an easy write-off
1: yeah i think you are accurate in said statement um especially since at this point in time we are expected to believe that she is dead uh no spoilers um but if we look at this episode it is the the journey of naomi washing ashore at john's uh, cabin
0: cabin but the the interesting thing is is we get to find out what john's day was like before all of this began he literally is in a cabin he had a pretty sweet and setup he, and and it's like he's got a generator outside so he has power and he basically seems to make popcorn watch tv play scrabble and kill the zombies and go out for supplies like that seems to be it, it was almost like i was watching um, uh, The Last Man on Earth. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, the, the film with Vincent Price and the
1: zombies. Oh, I thought maybe it was The Last Man on Earth comedy.
0: No. But it was... It, it, and I can even say that. Yeah, it was kind of like that, but with zombies. And then he rescues Naomi, and she's obviously injured. And he brings her in, and he takes care of her. And literally, he has to change her clothes and everything. And he makes a point of, like... Telling her like, no, no, no. I'm sorry, I had to change your clothes. You know what I mean. He puts up a privacy screen for her. Like he does everything that, like, you know, the world is falling apart, and he's still like worrying about privacy. You know what I mean?
1: Mm-hmm. He's yeah. just
0: an honest guy. Well, I, which is something we don't ever see in this show.
1: You're right. He, he's he's un he's untainted by this apocalypse. That seems to bring everybody's character development to to its knees and crashing down. You know, we saw that with Nick and and how he went out. We've seen that with uh, Alicia. We've seen it with Luciana. We've we haven't s- seen it with Madison in this season, but we've certainly seen it in other seasons. Yes. But I think that this story that they tell about you know John and and Naomi or Laura or whatever, it's just a it's a development. Of these two characters over the course of an hour, that is more development than we've seen in in some of the other characters that have been around for three seasons, you know. And it uh, Naomi, you know, constantly says like, "Oh, I'm not staying. I'm not staying," and John's like, "Ah, you know, I know that. Don't worry about it." And it I, I think everybody should watch it as a as an episode. But I mean, the way it ends with him basically saying like, you know, confessing his love for her. And he said, well, if you're leaving tomorrow, I just have to tell you, you know, and and she's like, oh, well, I think she even said it back to him or maybe confirmed like that, that he loved her. And it's implied that they spend the night together and, and then he wakes up and, and she's gone. she leaves. She leaves a letter and uh, she had, I don't know if she took the gun or he He gave gave it
0: to her. He gave it to her earlier and she gave it back to him. But when she leaves, she takes the gun with her um and the one thing you note is in the show so far when john dory draws his guns people die Mm -hmm. like he does not seem to miss a shot no and the thing we learn is that the beginning of this episode every time he kills a zombie no guns he uses an axe he uses a knife he uses a stake he uses he uses everything but the guns and naomi basically tells him, why aren't you using the guns? And he uses the excuse, the noise will draw draw their attention. And that's true to a point, but not to the extent at which he goes out of his way to not use the guns. And so finally, um, she falls in a ditch, and he pulls both guns, and he empties them, and every zombie there dies. (laughs) I mean, I swear he shoots one zombie, and when he shoots him, I swear the bullet goes through one head and out another and hits another zombie in the head. Like, I mean, I swear he double kills with one bullet. Mm. It's amazing. And then afterwards, they have a conversation where he explains to her why he doesn't like guns. And he was apparently a police officer who moonlighted at uh, a rodeo as the the, the trick gunshot guy. And on his on his way home from the rodeo, there was an, there was a there was a, a robbery in progress and he took out a gun and he meant to shoot the guy in the leg but leave him alive and the guy reacted in a way he wasn't anticipating and he nicked the guy's artery and the guy died instantly. Right. And everybody in town tells him he's a hero, but he doesn't feel like a hero. Yeah. And that's why he's gone to the cabin
1: yeah i i just uh i really appreciate it It was a nice break and it was a good showcase of the uh, of what what this spinoff can be and i think that i know last year we were excited about the about the you know the spinoff and where it was going and it fell off the rails after the mid-season finale so i'm hoping that they stick they stick the landing and they continue to produce some quality content um I don't, I don't think I've really hated an episode this season so far. I think it's all been, you know, good to very good. And with this being great, you know, and and Morgan in this episode is just he's a really he, good listener. And and, and that's, that's uh, great.
0: And and that's the twist of the episode is we're getting this all as a flashback. And what we find out at the end of the episode is, is that this is him. This is John telling uh, Morgan what happened to him and why he's on the road and who who this who this lord woman is
1: yeah and it's just really touching cuz you know you feel for you feel for John and and i think that uh
0: yeah we also learn a little bit about Naomi as well because she doesn't tell a whole lot but she does tell um she does tell John that she did. It, it's implied that she had a, a child, and the child died, and that she may have had a husband, and the husband may have died. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I can imagine that we might be getting her story down the road. Um, Maybe even next
1: episode.
0: Yeah, and at one and at one point, she jump starts a car, mm-hmm. and uh, she jump starts a car, and John looks at her kind of like. Are you a criminal? And and, and and it's really kind of funny. Yeah. And she's like, I picked up a few things while I've been on the road.
1: Yeah, it's a it's a really it was a really great episode, and honestly, probably an episode that that I could see myself watching again in in the future if I wanted to watch like a you know a really good short zombie film. And and uh, I, I it's if you did not watch it yet or or you've fallen off of fear the walking dead, this episode even serves as a well, I'll give it one more shot, and even watch just that one, because I don't think you need anything uh, outside of maybe understanding that Morgan is now crossed over to this show. That may be the only thing you need to know to to fully enjoy this this show, or at least not be confused by the ending. But it's really, really good, and I hope that they keep up this this quality work because I, I'm just a fan of these new characters, even even Naomi slash Laura. I think she's still, you know, pretty solid and, and a lot of the stadium characters, they've done a great job at injecting new life into the show. And again, I know we said this same time last year and regretted it, but uh, yeah, this renewed uh, I, my hopes. I, well, my thing is, is
0: we have a new showrunner this year and it shows. Yes. So as long as this showrunner can keep up telling us the, uh, the, the the fantastic stories we're getting right now, I'm in. And I've hated the show until this season.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. I think we've all, you know, to varying degrees, uh, agreed with that with that statement. But um, look forward to a discussion of episode six next week, and it sounds like uh, there will be a cliffhanger, whether we like it or not. So um, more news on that. Follow us on Twitter, and you'll or check out the Discord, and we'll uh, we'll get that. Uh, speaking of which, you can check out the Discord bit.ly slash zamp Discord. I want to thank all our patrons over at patreon.com slash zombies if you're jo- enjoying this content go ahead and support us even a dollar a month helps the show out uh, you can visit our website to find all of these great links zombies send us an email follow us on twitter like us on facebook if you want to you know rant at individual hosts you can go to twitter and uh, follow myself at rMurphy, lou at busy lord and bob at BobertF. And finally, a quick shout-out to Joel Duggan for the artwork. You can find more of his great stuff over at joelduggan.com. Lou, any final words for our fine listeners?
0: I want more John Dory. Don't take away my John Dory. Uh,
1: This has been Zombies Ate My Podcast, and remember to always keep swimming.